going on the Asusi Ladders not this year. Thanks for tuning in for another episode uh, finance, about finances, uh, retirement, savings, getting out of debt. So if you don't, if most of y'all don't know, I paid off, uh, I think it's $46,000. Well, me and my wife, my, my family, me and my wife paid off $46,000 in 15 months. Uh, and the majority of that was my student loans. Uh, right now, we're currently investing for a reti- in retirement. We're putting we're, we're following we're doing the Dave, Ram- uh, Dave Ramsey baby steps. We're on step four, five, and six. We're putting fifteen percent of our income to retirement. Uh, we're putting away for kids' college, and we're paying off our our mortgage, which uh, we have like three years left. Uh, but we got a pretty good deal on it. Uh, we've been we've been in it for two years. Now we have three years left uh, to pay it off. Uh, so, first thing I want to talk about is um, retirement. What is retirement? Uh, what it, I mean, what exactly is it? You know why why. Why we? Why do we save for retirement? Why do we talk about retirement? Uh, retirement is basically going to replace your income. So, I I think about it like this: What happens if you, if you would have stopped working today? How would you pay your bills? That's the exact same concept. Whenever you get to retirement, when you stop working, how are you going to pay your bills? If you don't have any money saved up in, re, you know, in retirement and, and 401ks, Roth IRA or index fund or however you want to invest your money and save for retirement, if you don't have any money when you get there, you're not going to be able to, to, to pay your bills. If you try to depend on Social Security, Social Security is really not a lot of money. I don't know. I think it's like $1,000 a month. $1,000 a month. Compare that to what you're making now. And what you live off of is it enough most times it's not so we have to be wise and consider what's um, why you know what's the purpose of retirement why are we saving for it um, one of the way the ways we're saving for it is is through our company 401k I, I my company offers a 401k and my wife's company offers a 401k uh, we're using mine currently uh, because uh, uh, we're currently using mine. We put we put uh, up to the match. We're putting two percent because up they, up to two percent they match it, right? Match means like if you put a dollar in, the company puts a dollar in, and they do that up to two percent of however much percentage I want to put into income. So I put up to the match, which is two percent, and the other thirteen percent. I put into we put into a Roth IRA. Uh, you can open up one. We have one in my in my name. We have one in her name. The reason why we do that is because you, you can only put so much into a Roth IRA per year. I think it's like six thousand dollars or something like that per year, uh, or six six five hundred. So six five hundred for my wife, six five hundred for me within a year. You know, if you make it up, if you put that much in, you know, sometimes you may not be able to put that much. Uh, Considering what 15% of your income is, um, so that's what we do, and 
whenever we put money into those those plans those plans th then take that money and invest it into um, like mutual funds or index funds or whatever like w the ones that we pick are mutual funds so you're, and then that money is being put into a mutual fund and then the mutual fund is several different funds within one so that way you, your eggs aren't spread out in, in one basket they're in several baskets you know several different stocks so by and large it's gonna grow exponentially you know by a certain percentage whatever the track record of that particular mutual fund is ours is like between 12 and 14 percent return on our on you know they've had they've had a track record of 12 to 14 percent return on you know people's money over so many years and and the, they have a long track record they've been alive for like more than 10 years one of them has been alive since like the 70s and it's you know it's it's a huge fund and it's been investing since the seven you know for 70 years back you know, through the depression, how, how many years is 70 years back, you know, 60, 70, 80, 90, 83. Um, so our investments are being put in that. And why do we, why, why do we put them in that? Because they, they, it grows. Your retirement money, when it's in there, it's going to grow interest. And then that interest is going to grow interest. And then that interest is going to grow interest along with the money you consistently put in every month. They were saying that there was a study that was done, Dave Ramsey talks about this, that the highest percentage of people actually retiring with money is the savings rate. Now the savings rate, and you would think it was like, it would be like, oh, the best percentage is going to help you retire with a lot of money. You know, I, I get so much return on my money, so much percentage and all this stuff, but the savings rate is you actually putting money in there consistently day after month after month for 10 years for 20 years for 30 years the savings rate is actually going to determine how much money you're really going to have when it comes time to retire you the more money you put in the more you'll have so 15 percent is a good percentage because we have the, the rest of our income is going somewhere you know, you got, we got 10% going to giving, that's, uh, and then we got, uh, you know, so much percentage going to kids' college, so much percentage going to our expenses, so much percentage going to our, our mortgage, you know, so much percentage going to eating out or whatever, whatever it is. And we're able to do 15% because we're out of debt. We don't have any debt. We don't have any payments. You know what I'm saying? 15% of $1,000 is $150. You see what I mean? So, if we make four thousand dollars in a in a in a month, that's one fifty times four. That's uh, six hundred dollars every month. That's going into your retirement. You put six dollars six hundred dollars every month consistently. You know, for years, that money's gonna grow. You know what I'm saying? You're gonna have money when it comes to retirement. You know that and. You want to have money at retirement so that way you can pay for your medical bills, you can pay for your bills, you can pay for your light bill, you know, your car insurance, whatever. Um, because think about it, how are you going to pay for it whenever you stop, right? So that, that's a retirement. That, that's the first topic I wanted to talk about. Um, the next topic I wanted to talk about was um, uh, 
I think we'll, I, we'll, we'll talk about getting out of debt. So, the average car payment is $550. $500 to $550 a month. The average. Some people are paying 1000 Some people are paying 200 Right in the middle, by and large, most people are paying $500 a month for their car, right? The car is a foolish investment because you end up paying like $36,000, $40,000 for a car, you know, within a five-year span. And when you go to sell that car, you're only going to get like 6000 bucks. 40000 minus 6000 is what? $34,000 that you wasted. You're not going to get that money back if you go and sell your car. It's a foolish investment. Right? A good investment is like a property. You you buy you buy, you know, the middle the you say you, you got 10 houses on the block, you buy the house that's in the middle or or you know the bottom bottom rung. If you buy that house for a certain amount of money, you live in it, the property value is going to go up over time. So if you go to sell it 10 years down, you're going to get more than what you pay for it. You see what I'm saying? That's a good investment. So why, why do I bring this up? I bring this up because all of our money is tied up in, in payments. Car payments, that is a foolish investment. You know, get a car that's going to get from point A to point B. That way you can use that money to put away for retirement or, or for a property investment or whatever you want to do. You know, whatever you want to invest it in. Invest it smartly, you know, for the long haul. So when you're getting out of debt... Get rid of those payments that you know that's why you get out of debt so you can have money you know sometimes most times you're like man I'm in so much debt I want to get out if I could only get out if you could only get out what what would you actually do with the money you see what I'm saying you got to think long term we got to think long term with our money so how do you get out of debt you get out of debt by living below your means selling some stuff stop going out to eat work a second job work overtime whatever you got to do to throw extra to those payments do it that way the way we did it is we did it using the debt snowball look it up online the debt snowball the debt snowball is you list all your debts from biggest to smallest you make minimum payments on all of them but the smallest one Anything you can squeeze out of your budget, you throw it to the smallest one, knock it out. It's done, gone. You don't have to deal with that no more. Cut up your credit cards, don't go into debt anymore. Stop it, right? So all the money you were putting to that small one, while you're making minimum payments to the other ones, you put it to the next smallest. Anything you can squeeze out of your budget, knock that one out. Once out, those two are knocked out, they're gone, out of your life. And any payments you were putting to those, you put it to the third smallest one. You see what I'm saying? And it helps you build momentum and it helps you, you know, think like, oh, I can really do this because you start chipping away at these small ones, they're gone. And by the time you get to the biggest one, you've already had these small victories to help you say, all right, this can be done, I can pay this off. That's what make it, made us pay off the student loans of 46000 in 15 months. We had all these smallest ones before the 15 months. We had like a Best Buy card for 500. Uh, we owed 
on our on our bed that we bought from cons on a tv we bought from cons those were smaller ones that we had so we knocked those out we paid those off boom 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 while all the while while being on a budget time we got to the biggest one we knocked it out gone as soon as that happened so freeing we were like there's no more it's done yes you know we're here we made it to the finish line we don't owe any money any more payments we're not in debt and then we start to see all that money that we were paying to to payments it's all extra now it's all extra while we were getting out of debt all that extra money it was going to debt and now okay so while we were getting out of debt we stopped all retirement we weren't investing in retirement or anything it took us 15 months to pay that off what's that compared to like seven years you see what I'm saying if you get aggressive about it and knock it out then you can start investing in retirement so then you can start putting 15% of your income to retirement you can and so while we were getting out of debt the next thing I'll talk about is an emergency fund so while we were getting out of debt we had an emergency fund of a thousand dollars right small small emergency fund in case something happens and the first the first thousand dollars we saved it up we had an emergency boom we cleaned it out we must have cleaned it out at least three times <coughs> because because we were barely starting a budget and we wouldn't budget things that we, we forget about like oh man we forgot to budget this or we forget because we were learning how to do a budget we, we didn't know how to do a budget So in doing that, we had to clean out our, not clean out our emergency fund, but we had to like use money from the emergency fund. And every time we had to restack it to a thousand dollars, you know, while making minimum payments to the debt, we weren't throwing a lot of pay, pay big payments to the debt because we were still bringing up our emergency fund to a thousand dollars. Right. So why do you save it up to a thousand dollars for emergencies, you know, small emergencies that may happen. I mean, it's not pizza money. It's not money that, you know, you can go out with your friend. It's emergency because you're trying to get out of debt. You're trying to clean up the mess that you made. You know, that's what we're trying to clean up the mess that we made. So, clean out the emergency fund several times. We stocked it back up and then we finally got our handle on our budget and we it started you know we started getting momentum we're like okay we can do this you know what i mean and then we started paying off the debt that emergency fund stayed in the bank don't invest don't invest we didn't invest the emergency fund money because it's for emergencies right so right after we get out of debt we we fully funded that emergency fund of a thousand dollars to three to six months of expenses So a month worth of expenses is how much how much money it takes to to keep your household going for one month. Like say, how much money do you need to keep your your house going for a month? You need your light bill, you need your phone bill, you need your car insurance, you know, you need your rent payment. You know the basic, you know, not not debt, not payments, but actual bills, right? There's a difference between payments and bills. Payments are things that you owe. Bills are things that you need to keep your household going, right? So one month, say, is, 
it takes a thousand dollars to to keep your your house going that's one month two months two thousand dollars three months three, you know this is just a number that's hypothetical okay whatever number you're it is for you like say it's two thousand dollars for one month two thousand times three that's six thousand dollars to keep your a house afloat for three months If you do it for six months, you have you know that that'll be uh, what twelve thousand dollars that you'll need to, to keep your house afloat for six months. That's a good number because that's going to protect your investments, which is the next, which is the retirement step. So whenever you're putting away for retirement, that emergency fund protects your retirement money. You see what I'm saying? So that's why it's called an emergency fund. If something's going to happen, something's going to happen. Your car may go out. Your car's finally your car's finally shot. You know you got six months worth of expenses. You got twelve thousand dollars in there set aside. Boom! You can go buy a six thousand dollar car, eight thousand, whatever. With that emergency fund, <clears throat> this prevents you from having to go back into debt. To to say like you don't have it. Say you don't have an emergency fund. You, you either pull it from your retirement money. Or you go get it on credit and go back into debt. You why would you want to go back into debt? You spend all that hard work to try to get out of debt. You see what I'm saying? Don't sabotage yourself. Pay that, get out of get out of the way. Build up a fully funded emergency fund of three to six months of expenses to keep your money, your 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 future money, your investment money safe. You know what I'm saying? That way you don't you don't pull from it. Alright, so that was uh, I think that was the third thing. Uh, next thing I wanted to talk about was budget. Budget is a foundational. It's a foundation for for being responsible with your money because you're actually telling your money where to go. You're you become in control of your money instead of your emotions because if you don't if you don't put it down and write it down on paper you start spending 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 by the next time you look up your bank account is in the negative because you thought you had money in there all the while you were spending 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 so when you when you get on a budget this helped my wife and I a lot because we started we started communicating a lot better so a budget's going to really help your It'll help your communication with your spouse, you know, and that helped us. It helped us get a handle on our money. It helped us know to how much money we're going to be having left over for, uh, for retirement and stuff like that. So, get on a budget. That's going to help you with all these steps. So, my time's coming to an end, y'all. Stay tuned for the next episode. We'll talk about more finances, uh, retirement savings, stuff like that. But uh, thanks a lot, you guys. Have a good one. Bye.